injuries, injuries, and they just keep on coming. It's like no matter what we do, we find ways that our players get injured. I tell you what, we got some updates on some of the injuries due to some of the players on this team. We're going to break that down. We're going to talk about the franchise tag. Will the 49ers use the franchise tag? And we're going to look at some options at the quarterback position right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Stick around. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy end. this, breezy Award. that. Ain't nobody working like breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. What's going on, faithful? It's your boy Breezy. Breezy this, breezy that. We're back, man. It's it's Wednesday. Shout out to everybody out there, man. Thanks for tuning in. We got Facebook in the building, YouTube's in the building, Twitter's and Twitch is in the building. Twitter's probably in the building too. Shout out to everybody out there. Shout out to Flow Right Plumbing Services. My man Andy's in the building. Sup, Breezy and Niner fam. Welcome to being the first uh, as the show started. Now, listen, YouTube be doing some different things. Sometimes you guys, the show gets posted earlier. You'll post a comment and it just goes away into YouTube, ver- the YouTube verse. I'm sorry. So if you were first in here, it's not here. I'm just going with who I see first. So shout out to you. Kylie's in the building. Christy Marie, what's going on? Uncle Scott, what's good, baby? What's going on, family? Ah, Miss Jacqueline Knox with the Super Chat contribution. The first. All right. <laughs> she says, my Super Chat always vanishes. That's it. That's all. I just had a football lesson, and I learned a lot. I'm happy. Face, face, face. Love you, face. What you call that face? I don't know. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Uh, what's going on, Miss Knox? Hey, I tell you what. If you're going to do Super Chat contributions... Just wait till the show starts. That way, you know for sure it'll get read on air and it'll pop up. What's going on, D? Uh, what's going on, man? I hope you're feeling good, baby, out there. Tony Montana's in the building. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's really good to be here. Jerome's in the house. What's going on, fam? Shout out to all the members of the channel. I appreciate your monthly contributions, and they definitely go a long way. They help produce the show. They help me get things that I need for the show, so thank you so much. And if you want to become a member of the channel, you really love what you see, first, I need you to do these things, right? Number one, hit the like button. That's the first thing. Second thing, uh, make sure you're subscribed to the channel. So if you're new, hit the subscribe button, right? Now, I know these aren't in order. It's all good. And then the third thing, the third thing I need for you to do, if you really love what you see, all right, if you really love it, join and become a member. I promise the perks will take care of the membership itself. All right, youtube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. If you're listening to the podcast uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts as well. Don't forget to uh, leave a comment and a five-star review, all right? And for those that like exclusive content, stuff you can't get for free, 
All right, go ahead and check out the Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. I did uh, my Monday mock draft over there. And if you didn't get a chance to see it, check it out. And I kind of go into depth and I break down some of the players and I'll do a, uh, more extensive breakdowns on players as we get closer to the draft. So if you want that content, it's going to be right there exclusive on the Patreon. Uh, don't forget the Breezy This, Breezy That episodes on there and, and plenty of other exclusive content. So make sure you guys go ahead and check it out. Don't forget to follow uh, on Twitch. And if you want to subscribe on Twitch, you can as well. And then don't forget to follow and join the Facebook group. All right and instagram group it's the same thing it's at the wayne breezy all right those are growing very well uh the website is there below www.twben.com and i got to remove my microphone so you guys can see the fresh apparel let me remove that too so you you can see the wayne breezy hoodies are in man and they feel butter soft like the butter churn style soft. I'm telling you, they feel real good. This is the XL and it's a little big, you know what I'm saying? And, and it feels good, right? So it feels good. You got a little room. So if, if you're if you're an XL, you have a little room in it. If you like it closer, tight fit to the body, go ahead and order you a large. They do fit, uh, I would say, kind of like true to size. I am working out. So it's good to have the XL like a little bit baggy on me, but it feels really good, man. You can go to www.twben.com backslash shop. And I just want to show you like here, here are some of the ways they come. It's the black joint. All right. And see, they come in the nice packaging. You can check out the labels. These are official. Shout out to my man, Ty. Ty is the man. He is the one behind the scenes taking care of all the apparel. So shout out to my man, Ty. Appreciate you guys. All right. And for the latest at 49ers news, go to 49ers. Uh, webzone.com. I'm working to put out an article a day. So if you want to read and comment on some articles that I'm posting out there, make sure you go ahead and check it out. Shout out to Jacqueline. She says, I ordered two Wayne Breezy shirts. They're so soft. Y'all better go shop. Period. Period. That's it. Whenever she says period, just listen to the period. It's really dope. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Coach Cruz is in the building. Ty is in the building. I see you guys. I'm just coming back. Listen, not much to talk about, but I can tell you right now what we will talk about today, all right, is going to be on point because we got to get down to the nitty gritty of some things. I, I Look, I, when, I, when I do shows, people think I'm part of the conspiracy theory, and I'm not. I'm very optimistic, and I pose questions just in case certain scenarios don't pan out the way you think. All right. Now we'll get to that. Let's, let's start with, let's start with the, uh, yesterday, the franchise tag and transition tag, uh, was, re was released. So let's start with that. Let's, let's, let's get to that. The franchise tag. All right. So I want you guys to see the prices for some of these positions. Now, how they work. All right. Super simple. Like quarterbacks, 32 million linebackers, 20 receivers, almost you know, 19.7. Defensive ends, 19.7. Tackles, 18.9. Offensive linemen, 18.2. Cornerbacks, 18.1. Safeties, 14.4. Tight ends, 11.3. Running backs, 10 mil. Special teams like your kickers and your punters and things like that, 5.3 million dollars. And also to the right are your tenders. All right. If you were first, you know, if it's a first round tender, if it's a second round tender, if it's things like that, you know what I'm saying? Yo, this is this is really dope. Right. Because I'm saying to myself, the last time the 49ers used the franchise tag. Oh. 
So when you wash the shirts, I got I got to answer this real quickly because this guy this guy was actually here first. What's going on, Nine and Cali boy? When you wash the shirts, there are washing instructions inside of the shirts. Oh, Ty, we got to get on this. So hats and varsity jackets, varsity jackets for the spring, uh, and the baseball jackets too, and then the hats. That's what we'll be working on right now, Symmetry. So I promise you, we'll get we'll get to that. Uh, but there there will be washing instructions. Uh, inside the packaging and it'll tell you how to wash and how to handle the stuff with care. You got to take care of your clothes. But the last player that was tagged, believe it or not, was kicker Robbie Gold in 2019. And this was before they got him a deal done. Conrad. So he was the last, he was the last player tag. And then they worked out that what it was a three-year deal. Cause he's been here since. And now he's a free agent and the 49ers currently have, they don't have a kicker. They don't have a kicker. Uh, uh, Uncle, Uncle Scott says gold was the last franchise tag. This is interesting because I'm curious. Dion, check your Twitter. Uh, I'm curious to know, will the 49ers use the tag again to work out another three-year deal with Robbie Gold? So if they let me let me go back to the graphic so you guys can see it's 5.3 million, I believe. It's 5.3 million. Uh, almost 5.4 million. If you like to round it up, I'm a round off of a guy, right? So 5.4. So if they do sign him and Robbie plays for one year, he's going to get $5.4 million. Now, what I'm going to do on the Patreon, I'll break down tags and what they mean, but there are two types of tags. They're non-exclusive and then there's exclusive tags. All right. And it just deals with like the difference and the average of, of, you know, salaries on players so the exclusive is the top five average salaries um from the april where they got their contract right and so that's how you that's the exclusive uh franchise tag and then the non-exclusive is dealing with uh just a whole different ball game it's like top five um hold on let me see if i got it in my notes top five like do 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 the non-exclusive tags deals with the average of the top. Five. Oh, the cap hits. So non-exclusive is cap hits. And then the exclusive deals with the top five salaries. So that that's what you kind of got to get into when it comes down to, uh, you know, the franchise tagging. They, they got to look at the, the, who's the highest paid kicker is, I, let me, let me look that up. Who's the highest paid kicker. I want to keep this screen open because I have some uh, 49er salary cap things to talk about, but who is the highest paid kicker? Is it the kicker from um, Baltimore? Possibly. Uh, let's go to NFL. Let's go to positional payrolls. And I want to see who's the highest kicker in the league and the highest kicker in the league. Oh, no. I think goes to the Saints kicker. That's because they have two players. So I'm looking at this cap situation i kind of see like what the, what it means as far as the cap is so that would be that non-exclusive tag but um tucker from baltimore the ravens he's getting 5.9 million hmm. interesting eagles kicker will be third the texans fourth steelers fifth no, and yeah, Ooh, wow. All right, so like that's where your average comes in. Justin Tucker is one bad mother. He is, he is Tucker for sure. So he's not though. So the Saints actually per cap, the Saints ha- are paying the most for kickers. They have two kickers on their team. 
But Justin Tucker's solo, he is the highest pay kicker in the league. All right. So, yeah, he's the highest pay kicker in the league. So that that's kind of like uh, what it comes down to. Will the 49ers use the franchise tag on a player this year? Uh, if you guys think that they're going to use it on a player, who would that player be? Now, the deadline is March 7th of 2023. I'm going with the kicker. There's a possibility. Should the 49ers use the franchise tag on Jimmy Ward? Interesting news about Jimmy Ward's contract uh, that I just kind of happened to research. Now, Jimmy Ward is a free agent. All right. That number for the safety, I believe there's going to be a couple of safeties franchise tagged. I believe um, Jesse Bates will probably get tagged from Cincinnati. I think uh, a word on the street is that uh, CGJ, uh, Choincy Gardner Johnson is going to get tagged from Philadelphia. Okay. Um, boom. Right. Two tags, safeties, 14 million, 14 point something million dollars. Should the 49ers do that with Jimmy Ward? Hmm. Good question. It's a great question. Uh, they, they, here's, here's the, here's the interesting thing. Let me explain to you, Jimmy. I wrote, I wrote an article for WebZone. I'm not sure if it's published yet, but I talked a little bit about what the 49ers did. And, and, and when I think about the San Francisco 49ers, I'm saying to myself, the article is titled, did the 49ers help Jimmy Ward? And, and I'm saying, yo, they forced him to play cornerback. Let's go back to these numbers. Hold up, hold up, because everybody's saying that they would, and I love it, because I know I would. I, I, I definitely would. Let me go back to the numbers. Look at the numbers for the wide receivers, I mean, uh, for the cornerbacks at 18.1, and then look at the number for the safety at 14.4. It's a four, almost a $4 million difference, right? The 49ers made Jimmy Ward a cornerback in 2023. So did the 49ers actually help Jimmy Ward in getting paid? It's a possibility because now Jimmy Ward, if he's smart, couldn't negotiate with his agent and say, hey, agent, I play corner. It, it, it doesn't matter if it's nickel. It doesn't matter if it's outside corner. I mean, it'll fluctuate a little bit. But if he was tagged at that number, they might have to tag him as a cornerback because that's what he played last year. So the 49ers might not even be able to tag him as a safety it's so crazy like how this stuff works out um so if anything he might actually get helped and if i'm jimmy ward i know he wants to play safety but it looks like he'll get more money as a cornerback in the nfl as a corner in the nfl so that that might be interesting for jimmy uh keep keep on the lookout for that now these players will become free agents march 13th they'll no longer be on the books Except for Jimmy Ward. Did you guys know that Jimmy Ward has a dead cat hit? Which means that the San Francisco 49ers are going to have to pay him $6.4 million in 2023. I wonder if they do try to find a way to keep him on the roster, though. So that way, they're not just paying him $6 million. The 49ers have two players that they're paying money to that won't be on the... Well, they have 15 players, but two players that are taking up a lot of the dead cap money. So if you guys don't understand what dead cap money is, dead cap money is money that you owe to players when they're no longer with you. Okay? So if you, if you let them go, if you did this, you did that, it goes into the dead cap. And that's the 49ers, uh, they're going to owe Jimmy Ward six point... What did I say? Six point... 
uh, almost 6.4 million. D Ford is going to get 8.2 million. Jimmy Ward 6.4, and then Alex Mack 1.2. That those are your top three dead cap hits. The 49ers have a dead. They owe. Oh my gosh, the 49ers are dead capped. Okay, at 16.4 million dollars next year. So that that has to be accounted into that. You know, you know how the salary went up and it fluctuated up. You got to factor in the dead cap money going into next year as well. So when you think about it right now, currently, and I know this is boring talk, but the 49ers according to spot rack has about 3.1 million dollars to spend then now now we'll we'll have to sit here and wait to see what happens it's going to be probably some restructuring top three restructures for me would probably be fred warner eric armstead and christian mccaffrey i think those would be your top three it would be amazing if they can even though they already restructured trent williams and um George Kittle, if those guys decided to restructure again, that would that would help a lot. Um, if we tag, so here's a question from Maui. He says, if we tag Jimmy Ward, do we re-sign Gibson? So I I personally, if we if we tag Jimmy Ward, the question to me would be, can we tag him as a safety? That's number one. That would be my first question because technically he was a corner last year. And the corner tag, I'm playing agent. If you made my player play corner, then you got to pay him the corner tag. Does that make sense? I would love to tag him. And then I think I think you try to still bring back Gibson and then get you work out a deal with Jimmy Ward and he'll have to play nickel and corner. That that's kind of like what he's going to want. He wants to play, I mean, he's got to play nickel and safety. It's kind of what he wants to do. As Jimmy Ward has spoke about it. Um, you know what I'm saying? And and that's kind of like what he wants to do. He he belongs as a safety, but you know, we'll see what happens, man. Look, I, I thought Jimmy Ward uh toward the end of the season was playing nickelback like lights out. He was like to me, he was like all pro at the nickelback spot. It was just so late in the season to where he blossomed. You gotta remember, Jimmy missed what six, six or seven games last year. He he missed a he missed a ton of games. He started the season on on the IR. Uh, he had like a hamstring issue, right? And then when he got back, he kind of like broke his hand. So like, yeah. Um, good question. Uh, Sony Corleone, Sonny, Sonny Corleone. Sorry, my bad. I seen the Godfather. Uh, what do you think about Samuel Womack? Well, you know what? Um, I liked what I saw from him as a rookie. We're gonna have to see what Steve Wilkes can get out of him. The the cool thing about having Steve Wilkes here is he's a defensive back-minded type of a coach. Uh, and, and I think he's going to be able to bring, bring the best out of these young guys that we have. So Samuel 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 Womack third would is going to upgrade. I can feel it. Hufunga is going to upgrade. The whole secondary is going to get an upgrade because they're getting a defensive, defensive back-minded uh, coach as a coordinator. And so that's going to be really good to see. I think Womack, you know, possibly. It depends, though, right? Because... Where would they use Womack? To me, he came out of college as an outside corner. But in, in the pros, he didn't have outside corner skills. So they made him into an inside corner, a nickelback, right? And 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 he kind of struggled there as well, which is typically okay. He's a rookie. So the question would be, can we re-sign Emmanuel Mosley? And if they re-sign Emmanuel Mosley, then you can put the Amador Lenore at the nickel spot. 
and then let these two go back and forth at your nickel. That's kind of what I would like to think, you know? So we're going to see, uh, Panama Queen says, I thought Lombardi said that Jimmy's six million was already accounted for, still leaving us at eight million. I'm just going into his dead money. I could possibly be wrong. It's just that when I'm looking at the dead money, um, it might be accounted for on spot rack. It just says we owe it. So I could be looking at it wrong. I'm not a salary cap guru. It's not my strength. It just says right here, 2023 dead cap money, 8.1 D Ford, Jimmy Ward, 6.3 Alex Mack, 1.2. So if it, if it is accounted for, that's good. Then the 49ers subtract 6 million and then they're at 10 million in dead cap. So that, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, that'd be great for the 49ers. So it, it could be possible, Panama Queen. You could be right. I could be wrong. David Lombardi can be right. That's fine. I, I just don't know if... Eh, I, maybe the site's not updated. Psh, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll check over the cap next and see if they kind of like, you know, cross-parallel them and see what happens. Uh, but that's what I would do. I would bring back manual mostly and then let D'Amador Lenore continue to grow. And then if, if anything was to happen, you know, D'Amador Lenore could go to the number two, just like that. And then all of a sudden, you can, you can, you can plug in Samuel Womack. I think Samuel Womack year two would have a better understanding because look, look what Hufunga did. And I'm not comparing him to Talanoa Hufunga, but the game slowed down a lot for them. The game slowed down a lot for him. I like what Symmetry said, too. Wilkes will find another nickel, whether it's Lenore, Mostly, or Womack, or a free agent. I'm going to start looking into some free agent guys that can play nickel. That's why I really wanted the 49ers to find a way to sign uh, Choincy Gardner-Johnson. Because at the end of the day, he could do... He, he He's a safety, but he'll play wherever you tell him. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You say play nickel, he plays nickel. Not taking a shot at anybody. But that's just what it is. So that's the deal with the franchise tag. If the 49ers choose to use the franchise tag, they have to do it by March 7th. All right. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, too, by the way. And if I had to pick a player, it's got to be Robbie Gold, right? It's got to be Robbie Gold. And it's before the draft. So the so the Niners got to figure out, like, do we bring in, do we bring back Robbie Gold on a one-year deal and try to draft a kicker and then see whatever? And then guess what? They sign Robbie Gold to that, and if Robbie Gold gets cut, then there's more dead money, and then blah, 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 whatever, whatever. We'll see. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the 49ers do with the tag. If I'm the Niners, I'm tagging Gold. I don't want anybody else to pick him up. Gold does not miss in the playoffs. I don't care what he does in the regular season, but in the playoffs, he's clutch golden. He's like the golden boy or the golden child. You bring gold back if you can. He is getting older. And at some point, maybe maybe you get a kicker off of, you know, a kicker that goes undrafted and you bring him in if you can fit him in on the, and on the roster because they, they would take up a roster spot. We don't want two kickers um, on our roster spot. People are saying gold might retire. It's a possibility. We'll see. We'll see. Needs that Super Bowl. So close. <laughs> so close. All right, let's get down to what's beef. All right, and I'm gonna bring my man Dion on. What's going on, family? What's good? What's good? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Um, just talking about the franchise tag. Uh, just want to get your quick thoughts on it. Do you think the 49ers <clears throat> use the tag on any of the players? 
Honestly, honestly, I don't. Um, I like your idea of franchise tag and Robbie Gold, but the issue is, you know, he. We don't know where his mind is at. We don't know if he wants to retire, if he even wants to continue playing. Um, <laughs> what's going on, Ty? Everybody always just called me light-skinned, man. <laughs> it's all love. It's all love. Um, honestly, uh, I I said this, and it, it, it's a long shot, but, you know, if we need a kicker and you want a guy who knows how to kick and you're 100% sure this dude knows how to kick – there's a guy out there on YouTube by the name of Destroying. He can kick. Yeah, the dude man. has done stuff. I know he has his own life, his own world. He's making great money with that YouTube. But he does truthfully have aspirations of being a kicker in the NFL. If you come to dude and say, hey, you know, let's put the social media thing on hold while you're playing for us. You know, you bring him. You bring his audience. You bring more eyes to the Niners. Like there's money, there's, there's there's ways to figure it out, but I just you know I, I don't foresee that happening. I'm just saying, rather than going with the guy where you're taking a chance and you don't know, this dude's got plenty of information on YouTube to show you that he can kick in any weather at any point from left, right, hash, 50, 60 yards. The information is there, but honestly, I draft a kicker. I would. I'd draft somebody late, you know, in the late rounds. Ten picks. Yeah, we got we got more than enough picks. I just draft a guy that I feel comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, low key, I'd have Mitch work on his kicking a little bit. Hey, just in case, you're a great punter. We need you just to be a cool. Hey, what if we need a situation where we just need you to kick field goal? Some, you know, some some inside thirty. You know what I mean? Not too bad. Well, just have him work on that on the side. You know, it's a little backup plan. I would, I wouldn't mind if he worked on his kicking, but I never ever want to see him kicking. Like he tried okay. that, and it's just no. not what he does. I, <laughs> I never understood why punters can't kick and why kickers can't punt. Is it a different foot? Like what the hell is it? It's a different. It's got. It's def, definitely technique, mm-hmm. but I never understood that. And I was saying to myself, man, if if. Remember Gold got hurt and we didn't have it. Yeah, and we had him go <laughs> all the way to the other side of the stadium. I'm Bruh. like, Whoo. no, no, Miss Debbie. We saw it. He can't. He can't. Yeah, unfortunately, he cannot. <laughs> That's why I said he has to work on that. He is not new. I don't know how I feel about bringing in a, a YouTube sensational viral star um, that hasn't played a lick of football on a professional level or collegiate level or whatever level. I don't know this person that you're talking about. I don't know how I feel about that, um, but it would be a cool story. I felt like we did that with like, uh, I just don't think we've ever done. It. I don't think I don't think we should do that. I think if worst case scenario, you find out who's just chilling, who went undrafted. I can tell you this: if Jake Moody goes undrafted, Kyle and John better be the first in line. He better be the first undrafted player that they sign. Jake Moody, you want a kicker that's clutch. And all weather, it's the kid from Michigan. Okay, fifty-yard bombs like their twenty-yard kicks. Like that's that's what he do. Get the kid. I, he's gonna get drafted though. The question is, who's gonna waste the pick, or who has enough picks to waste on a kicker? Now, there's only one coach in the NFL I know that does not care about 
wasting picks, and that's Bill Belichick. He'll draft a kicker in a second. And yeah, he will do that. I agree. I'm, I'm curious to see if the Niners go that route because they did draft a punter, and we had no idea that they were going to draft a punter. We just fourth round pick on a punter, and it blew my mind. That was Mitch Wisnowski, by the way, guys. If you guys didn't know. Yeah, yeah, we did. That definitely blew my mind when it happened. We we got a little bit of a hater in in the chat here, Mr. Rodriguez. Yeah, he's I believe he's a Seahawks fan. He's a Dolphins fan. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's just he he just you know basically saying we won't sniff a playoff berth. He's still sour that the 49ers whipped that ass. That's the yeah, I was gonna say, like, we most likely beat the brakes off of you and you're upset. It's okay to come in here and complain. Of course it is. You know, we we accept all complaining. Just keep it kosher. All right. Just keep it kosher. Hey, D, I want to I want to jump to the beef that's going on right now on Mm. Instagram uh, between Jawan Jennings and Tariq Woolen, uh, cornerback, uh, rookie cornerback. who won't be a rookie now. It's going into the second year from the Seattle Seahawks since you mentioned Seahawks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And here's what did you get a chance to see what was said? I did not. I'm I'm curious to know what's going on. So I don't know who said what first, but here it is. Uh, you underscore ain't JJ's Juwan Jennings. Mm-hmm. This is boy better stay in cover three or it's a buffet out there. And Tariq replied, laugh, laugh, laugh out loud. Uh-huh. Bro, you're the only wide receiver that talk. You better just stick the blocking and catching flats. You tight in. Oh, oh, hey, okay, yeah, we got we we got some real back and forth right there. He he called him out, but here's the problem, Tariq. He doesn't catch in the flat. He's not a tight end. I've seen him and catch over the middle, Dion. Have you seen him catch over the middle? I've thought of God just about to say that. I've seen him catch over the middle, okay. and we call him third and Juwan for a reason because he gets first down and, and being flat. So how is ain't. it, Tariq, Mister Tariq Woolen? How is it? That all he does is catch passes in the flats if he's getting first downs. Also, you don't want him out there blocking because he's going to block you into next year. Let Have you seen you. this guy block? It, it's, it's unfortunate for whoever he has to block. Also, Mr. Jennings knows how to pull a Dennis Rodman and get in here and make you do something to get a penalty, which will take your free 15 yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So while you're saying that he only does this, we we watch the games. We know you're in division. You should know better than to comment, make a comment like that, knowing that all of your information is incorrect. So I'm, I'm going to do my due diligence and and check while you're talking. I'm going to check the stats of the 49ers in 2022 when they played the seal. Let's go to the first game. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not the first game. So let me get to this first game. Regular season. That was the first game. What am I talking about? Let's go to the first game. And then we'll go to the, I just want to see what to because like remember we were doing our shows and I kept saying this is the one person you want to watch out for because you know yeah. you think he led the league in interceptions, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking at Tariq Williams. The first game one, 49ers won 27 to 7. He had I can't believe we're talking about stats from the season. I thought we were done with this. But when Tariq pulls out and says dumb stuff, I, three tackles, and that was it. Three tackles. I'm, I am I don't have his targets. I'm not going into that. I just want to see what he did. Uh, let me see, let me show what Jawan Jennings did. With the, Jawan Jennings in that first game had a catch 
for four yards. All, uh, two targets, one catch, four yards. All right, that's the first game. Let's go mm-hmm. to the next game. Uh, that was a twenty-seven to seven beatdown. Twenty-seven to seven beatdown. So let let me let me get to that game real quick. All right, and here we go. And I just want to see what Jawan Jennings and Tariq Woolen did in that game. Now, Tariq usually isn't covering that that the guy ever in the slot. It's not that's not his thing. He's usually covering the number one guy. Um, Jennings, uh, wait a minute. Is that one, one catch, four yards? Yeah. No, that's the yeah. one I just did. Oh, so 27 yeah. to 7 was the one I just did. Let me go back. This is a different one. Hold on. Let me go to the first one. That might have been the that was the first one. Let me go to the second one where we beat them 21 to 13. That was the Brock Purdy game. All right. That was the Brock Purdy game. All right. So Jawan Jennings, three catches, 31 yards. Longest was 12, five targets. So that means he only had like uh he either had a drop or just missed target. And again, when I'm looking at Tariq Woolen's, uh, I don't even think he, oh, there he is, three tackles. Two of them were solo tackles. All right. So I'm not getting the flat situation. I don't, I'm not understanding that he's a tight end in the flat type of thing. The beatdown was 41 to 23 in the playoffs where it mattered the most. And I, I think this is this is what we want. So Tariq Woolen, and, I, and I'm putting this out there to say that he was just a non-factor. So Tariq, Tariq Woolen averaged three tackles in all three games. He's yeah, got, he had one pass defense in the playoff game. And one pass – I'm looking at – is it the pass defense or a deflection? No, it was, it, well, yeah, pass defense, deflection. It's literally the same thing. Okay. So it was a PD, yeah, but – That's a deflection. So – he had a, he had a deflection. All right, but what did what did our boy Jawan Jennings do in that game? Two, two catches, two catches 41. on five targets for forty one yards. If his long pause was a thirty three yarder, that ain't flat. I mean, it's just it, to me, it's, it's very simple. You got to know what you're talking about when you're talking. You smack. Just you know, I mean, I like the I like I like the back and forth. It's cool. You know, I'm 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 one that's all for it. I like it. You know, the the banter. You know, I mean, heck, when I used to play basketball, um, you know, at the gym and whatnot, I did. That was my cardio because I hated the treadmill. So I would go out there and I play. I I I know I ain't great at basketball. I'm all right. I can drop you a dime. My defense is solid. My offense is trash. I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. I'll cherry pick, get you an easy layup, but. <laughs> I would go in there, and that's what I would do. I would be cool. Yeah, hey, man, we on the court. Somebody would be like, oh, man, I'm about to cross you up. Yeah, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I come back, do something. Like, I'm all right with the banter. That's fine. It just, for me, if there's banter, especially on something like Twitter, a social platform, you got to you gotta at least hit, hit, hit somebody with facts before you even tell them something that just doesn't exist at all. You know, I mean, does can Juwan possibly be a tight end? Mm-hmm. Eh, he'd have to put a little more weight on, you know, but he could be. But the issue is the man went out there and ball. And in every game that you played, unfortunately, you were a non-factor and your team was on the losing end. So for as much trash as you talk, doesn't mean much of anything. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm with Sim. I, I actually like the back and forth banter going mm-hmm. on between 
players. This is going to create something really good. Jawan Jennings is also a free agent. He's restricted, though. So so nine times out of ten, the 49ers will be able to bring him back. I think he's going to end up playing for, like, less than a million dollars this year yeah. just due to the way his contract situation has been working out. They'll bring him back for one more year. He'll be in his contract year, and I guarantee you he'll do – if he continues to take the strides and get better at the intangible things, you know, just making sure you secure the catch, making sure you do that. I mean, he is third in Juwan, no doubt. But I want him to be first in Juwan, second in Juwan. Like, whenever they put these three wideouts on the field, I want him to continue to be a force. I don't actually disagree with using him as a split in. Not a tight end, but more like a split in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. I actually like that idea because they were maybe they can get what they were trying to get from Jordan Matthews, who was also a wide receiver trying to bulk up to be a tight end. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could get that out of Jawan Jennings. He's more physical. He is taller. He's bigger. And the one thing like that Jawan Jennings added to his game, he, he ended up adding some yak to his game. I didn't think he was a yak guy. He put a move on a couple of people this past season and got some yak. So that was probably – that's kind of cool. I kind of like – the assessment of Jawan Jennings, they stay fresh. And speaking of fresh, I do want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors over at Residency. As you can see, I'm rocking one of the Residency caps. This is the mission cap. If you guys like what you see, use that code right there at the bottom of the screen. Go to www.residency.com. All right. Use the promo code SF breezy and you'll save on your total purchase today again as residency www.residency with the three dot com use the promo code sf breezy all right man we got to get down to the nitty-gritty of this show all right before we get into the brock purdy news because i know we got we got to talk about brock purdy all right we got to talk about trey lance first because mm. i remember hearing trey lance say that he was going to be fully cleared and ready to go come you know OTAs that's what I some yep. people said they might have heard something different uh David Lombardi put out uh you know something the other day and I yesterday and I thought or today can't remember when it was and I thought it was I thought it was relatively cool because it was Trey Lance actually clearing the air about his status and if you didn't get a chance to hear it or see it let me see if I have it in here I thought I had it in here here it is right here all right so uh, Trey Lance has to get fully healthy too. This is Lombardi's tweet. Just a few days ago, Lance revealed he misspoke about his February fully cleared date. He's scheduled to run, begin full dropback passing this weekend, but full clearance is still pending. So, 49ers still have zero quarterbacks for 2023. Let's talk about it. So for me, the the simplest way to look at this is he'll be ready by OTAs. OTAs getting from the jump anyway, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I figured like, what what are you going to do from now to OTAs? Train, continue to get healthy, continue to rehab. He has several months. OTAs don't start till what May? May, May, yes. Yeah. So he's got what? He's still got two months. He'll be fine. So. As far as someone saying, you know, and for me, I feel like Lombardi put that tweet out as a low key shot to say, you know, Jimmy's still here. We can go get him. Please. No, 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 That's him. No, 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 no. He loves Jimmy. He knows Jimmy. But there's no, first of all, Jimmy's not here. 
Okay. Well, I mean, he's in his eyes, you know, until the, a lot of people will say he's not here until another team signs him. I know he's gone. Well, well, his contract expired. Yeah, it's gone. And 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 though he he's so so Jimmy's not in the building, no. and his contract is about to be voided out, right? Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. contract's going to expire come March what 13th, 14th? Yeah, I believe so. Right. So, technically he's not here. Now, I did do a show few weeks back on the possibility of Jimmy Garoppolo staying Mm -hmm. and if it made the quarterback room better, if he Mm -hmm. did happen to stay due to the situations of your quarterbacks. So if Mm -hmm. Trey Lance, let's say Trey Lance does everything he's supposed to do, right? Let's say Trey Lance is not cleared fully by OTAs, but he still has time. Mm -hmm. Somebody's got to be quarterback. Because the news that we're about to talk about right now is Brock Purdy. And whether you say that he's quarterback one or quarterback two, it doesn't really matter. At this point, his surgery has been delayed. The update on Brock Purdy from Tom Pelissaro says that his surgery is delayed. Uh, He visited Dr. Keith Meister, who recommended postponing surgery because of ongoing inflammation. There's your context. And Purdy's elbow per sources. They'll reconvene in early March. Could be next week, guys. March starts next week. All signs continue to point uh, a UCL repair that will, will have Purdy ready for the 2020 three season now i don't know about you but this sounds like a bunch of fluff because you're talking about a quarterback and his throwing elbow and being ready for the 2023 season but pay attention to the wording because mm-hmm. he possibly will be ready for 2023 but he won't be ready to start in 2023 is that what you got from this yeah pretty much uh, it, it this is the weird thing about our situation so Lance, literally, his luck just seems to work out for him. Why? Because, to be honest with you, if Purdy was healthy and we just lose the NFC Championship game, you know, hypothetically speaking, because we, you know, the game just went the Eagles' way. It's a harder sell to put Lance on the field if you've, if you've got a healthy Brock Purdy who's given you more than enough tape to say why he should be the starter. It's well more than what Lance has provided. But in this instance, Lance will be healthy for the LTAs. He'll be running all of training camp. Hopefully, you know, Kyle doesn't play musical chairs with the offensive line again um, and drive me up the wall with that because I feel like if you're going to build continuity with the line, you need to have guys that are in there playing those positions set in them. Not I've never seen another team that shuffled their offensive line the whole offseason. Just blew my mind. But it gives Lance a chance to be able to get out there and say, hey, this is my squad. I'm going, you know. And if Kyle is big on not giving up, uh, not telling a guy you can't keep your position, you know, you lost your position due to injury and he holds true on that, then he, he has to give Lance that open shot to be able to do it. Um, I honestly feel like that's what happens. I mean, you could say that that's not true because look at what happened with Jimmy Ward. He was injured, and they basically told him, want to ride the bench or you want to play? Now, Ward did what any smart person would do. I'm going to go out there and get my money. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Hopefully, Lance goes, comes in, shows up, shows out, 
and he balls and he looks great and everything works well for him. You know, he doesn't have another situation where he's throwing the ball for 20 months, you know. Um, but to answer that question, Ty, you got to think about it from Kyle Shanahan's standpoint. I got, I've got, i got six regular season games. I've got several playoff games. You know what I'm saying? I would have had probably a lot more film had this kid not had his, his uh, UCL ripped to shreds by Hassan Reddick. Like, he's got enough tape that gives him – a reason to say, okay, at a minimum, this is a competition at a minimum, but it's also enough tape for him to say, I was able to open up some things with this kid. I like what I have. I may just say, I don't know. And talk to Lance and say, Hey man, we're going to roll with the kid. And you, I, I couldn't blame him for that. Would I want that? No, because I really would love to see what Trey Lance has to offer. And I think he has a higher ceiling. Plus, I believe we start using Danny Gray. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, look, look, the way I, I the way I see it is like it's fate, right? So one quarterback goes down, it's it's detrimental to the team. Uh they bring in the bridge guy. Jimmy was the bridge guy, and then mm-hmm. he goes down, and then they bring in like hope. And then hope comes in and hope gets you through right <laughs> and so hope was getting you through so well you started believing and having faith in hope and it's like like oh snap right like my hope is built on nothing less yeah. and then he goes down so now the the issue for the 49ers is is simply like all right i'm i'm gonna get trey back so his fate is going to allow him to you know trey has the opportunity right now to to make everybody else inevitable so Trey just has to go out there and be the best Trey. Now, mm-hmm. my, oh, my, there's a there's a caveat to that, mm-hmm. and the caveat is, I watched Shanahan let Brock be Brock. Will Shanahan let Trey be Trey? Mm, that is a good caveat. And see, people don't want to have they, they don't want to have that discussion because with Trey Lance. He's trying when you're trying to conform a person and shape and mold a person into what you see them to be, it's like um you're 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 taking away their God-given abilities to do certain things, their niche, their the thing that makes them who they are. I felt like when Brock came in, Kyle was playing with house money, he really had nothing to lose. So it was more like Brock, just go out there and play football. Can you run? Do you know the plays? Sure, coach, I know the plays. All right, go out there and run it. And you watch Brock ad lib. When plays didn't work out perfect, you know, perfectly. And then he and, and he turned into this really dynamic style playing of a quarterback that really fit what your coach wanted. It really fit what Kyle Shanahan does. I think with Trey, there's another element that Kyle's trying to unleash. And I just think you gotta let the kid play football. And if you let the kid, especially with not a lot of games. So let him go through his bumps and bruises. Let him get beat. Let him just don't let him get beat up and hurt. Like that, I think that's the only thing as a 49er fan, we want Kyle Shanahan to do. Play smarter with him. Don't run him up the middle so often. Not saying that that got him injured, but the injury percentage of a person just running up the middle, not a running back, nine times out of ten is going to get hurt a lot easier or a lot quicker. And so I think that was the whole argument about that. But when I look at Trey Lance and I'm saying to Trey Lance, look, I never once like 
felt like he couldn't come in and play professional football. The kid is is a is a monster, right? He's a monster mentally as well as physically. Now you just got to put the two together. And so it's it's coming down to him being coached. And I think believe it or not, I believe him getting injured, Dion, was the best thing that could have ever happened to him. And it was because he he can really become a student of the game. He can really understand the, the, the talk, the largan, the language. And now he has all this knowledge. He's a very knowledgeable kid. Now he just has to go out there and figure out how to apply it. The fact that he's going to be ready by OTAs. We all agree with that, right? He's going to be ready by OTAs. The fact that he's going to get OTAs, then spring training as the number one guy. I keep calling it spring training. Training camp as the number one guy. <laughs> He's going to get all of those reps. That's going to help him so much and in going into the season. And there's no way if Brock gets this surgery, there's no way he's ready to go September, whatever, 2012. There's no way. He's got to knock the rust off, um, you know, just to be able to get back into football shape. Here's my idea for the quarterback room. You sign a vet that can continue to help Greasy, um, you know, just kind of teach these guys. You inform that vet ahead of time. You're here as a backup plan, bro. Don't expect yourself to be out there starting. That's not the case. Um, and then with the situation with Lance, I just want him to go out there and play football. The number one thing that I did not like was the fact that when Lance was in, we ran the ball all the dang time. But magically, Jimmy and Brock come in. Now we throw in again. You know what you should be doing, Kyle? The same thing you did with Jimmy and Brock. Give Lance the option to run if nothing exists, but put him in the pocket. Let him throw. I don't understand what the big deal was with, uh, you know, us going run heavy with Trey Lance when the guy can throw the football. Like, if you want him to develop, you've got to do exactly what you just said. Let him get his bumps and bruises. He's going to throw some picks. He's going to have some uh-oh throws. He's going to have some throws that are going to wow you. But in the process of that, there's growth. So let him give him the same playbook you gave Jimmy and Brock and allow him to be able to make unscheduled plays if he needs to. Yes, you can probably throw in a run here or there and whatnot. Or, you know, you can tell him, hey, man, look, we on the goal line. I'm just going to need you to hop right over the top. Something like that. That's okay. But there was way more running than there was passing for the short time that we did get to see Lance. And then when Brock and, Jim, and Jimmy were in there, he just unleashed them as if they didn't know what running was. They threw the ball. So did you find a diamond in the rough in Brock Purdy? Yes, you did. You found a gem in the seventh round. Nice. But you still have a diamond in the rough that's un, that, that, that you haven't necessarily cleaned off and shaped to be able to put into a nice ring in Trey Lance. So allow that ring to be able to shine and glisten in the sun and make that make make us as 49er fans happy and continue to keep going. If you hinder it, then, uh, you know, you'll wind up back to the same situation. To this one, I say no. Yeah. Not in any way, shape or form. <laughs> I have I have I have a little pushback okay. on the running. So. With Trey Lance, it's an option. And it's something that Kyle Shanahan has been wanting because it's forcing defenses to play more honest. Okay. And so that's that 11-on-11 11 11 football. And so 
you know, when you have a running quarterback, you're not you're not stacking the box because if you leave him on a one on one, that quarterback can take off. The next thing you know, everybody downfield is 30, 40 yards. It, it's just a lot. It's just more honest football. And I think with the types of runs, I, I don't think Trey Lance is advanced in running the read option. I just don't think that's his thing. I don't think it is. I think he needs reps and practice and reps and practice. He has to understand when the end is crashing, what to do. He has to understand, you know, if the end is coming at the running back, he takes off and runs. And if the end's coming at him, he hands the ball off to run. Like, I don't think he grasped that concept. He may rarely ran that ever in his career. He's more of a play action, drop back, fake the handoff, get the ball down to the field. Right. And that's him. That's who he is. That's why I say, well, Kyle, let him be Kyle. That's all I'm asking. So Kyle needs to do a better job, in my opinion, at catering the playbook to the strengths of his of his of his quarterbacks. So yeah, I, I want Trey to be able to throw these short passes and these darts and 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 down the field and and the intermediate routes and 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 the checkdowns. I want he has to be able to do all that. He's a check off all the boxes, no doubt. You're an NFL quarterback. You got to do it all. But why not work on what he's strong at now? And then continue to throw some of that in there. And so I think with him, what we were seeing was the defense has to account for Trey running, which means that they can't stack this box, which means now it opens up lanes for my running backs. Because if Trey's back there and you got running backs back there, Trey might be the runner, but it might not be the runner. Who's going to be the runner? We can't stack the box. So it allows your running game and it sets up plays to pass. So I think there's a lot to it. It's just that he got hurt. Yeah. The only thing that was bad about the situation, he's got hurt on a three-yard gain because a big guy just landed on him as he was going backwards. It was very, very, very tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Albert Alberto Soto asked a question. <laughs> Quick question. Just want to throw it out there, Bree. <laughs> Would you guys give up Trey and Purdy? Two hurt quarterbacks for another hurt quarterback. I just want to... <laughs> And Lamar Jackson, again, just throwing it out there. Love the bang bangs. That is my symbol. If you do anything I do on Twitter, I use the bang bangs, the exclamation points. I would say no for me. And the reason being is because Lamar needs a new deal. And we we just got away from paying a guy, you know, technically any money. And we've got two quarterbacks who are dirt cheap who definitely can produce and still take this team where we need to go. Um, So as far as that goes, we do not have the money nor the cap space, and we have other priorities. So with that, I would say no. And then at the same time, do I like Lamar? I don't think he would fit Kyle Shanahan's system. I truthfully don't. Um, He does have a big arm. He can throw. But the the, the style he came from was basically what Connor Gavinick was running when he was here. Was who was the offensive coordinator? Greg Roman. So he's used to having, you know, a bunch of tight ends and a fullback and a, and a running back. And they're used to run heavy. And while Lamar is great at that, the, you know, the injury, there's just things that, I, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't foresee him being able to succeed here. There's just different things that we do. Um, we are a run first team, but not in the way that uh, Baltimore did it. So for me, that's a hard no. I would not. I, if there was no salary cap situations, I, I would have to think about it. I'm trying to win this. Okay. 
Do I want to win a Super Bowl with the former MVP, or do I want to win a Super Bowl? I ain't got to worry about paying him the money. Do I got to worry? Do I try to get one of these guys to come up. Can we win it with Brock? Uh, it looked like we could. Can we win it with Trey? We have no idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we win it with Lamar? We still don't know, but I would like my chances in saying that, hey, he would be the most versatile quarterback that we've had. He'll be elusive. He'll be able to run. He'll be able to do all the things that Kyle Shanahan wanted. He's just small, tiny, and can get hurt. So I, he gets injured a lot too. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But if the, there was no money involved, I may just do it, get me a Super Bowl, and then whatever happens after that happens. You got to break the team up. We've been here before. Like, yeah. it, free agency happens after you win the Super Bowl. Players want to get paid, and they got to go get their money. That's where to get their money. Yeah. yeah. But if we win a Super Bowl, I don't give a care. <laughs> like, the, the goal is to win a Super Bowl. Yes. So – we got to figure out how we're going to do that. We already know we got to start with the offensive line. Uh, not to stick on the Trey and the and the uh, Brock Purdy talk, but the only reason why I brought it up is because Brock mm-hmm. Purdy's surgery has been delayed, yeah. and Trey Lance is going to get the opportunity. I would say the full opportunity to take this team by the realms mm-hmm. and make it make it his. You know, he's going to get that full opportunity. Now, the 49ers, There's a there's a, a poll question going on out there. Because the question is, what should the 49ers do about the backup quarterback situation? All right, nothing. Let these kids come in. Brock's going to get healthy at some point throughout the season, just roll with two quarterbacks. But then who's going to be the backup for Trey if Brock isn't ready to go? That's the question. Hmm. Draft a quarterback. That's always an option of drafting a quarterback. We drafted Brock Purdy. Look how that panned out. Uh, we've also drafted C.J. Beathard, and look how that panned out. I just I just want to give you the, the dichotomy that there's – Two ends to everything. Um, sign a free agent. That that would be another route. And then there, there's other. And if you did pick other, I'm dying to know what the hell other means. I didn't know what else to put, so I put other. <laughs> <laughs> and people selected other, bro. Like, real, no cap. They literally selected other. So, yeah, you got to put that in the chat, what you mean by other. Like, what, what other options are you talking about? Because the only the only options are really what you put there, technically. Right. I, but, shit, if they know about an uh, 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 other option, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I am down. Now, I'm, I have a list of free agent backs. Um, and I tell you what, we'll, we'll do this little exercise. Um, let me go ahead and share the screen so everybody can see it. And we're go, we'll go through some free agent quarterbacks. And then what I'll do is if you have any rookie prospects that you feel like at quarterback position, you would like to check out. We'll, we'll you can mention their names. I have three uh, and, and we'll take it for, and then we'll end the show. All right. So uh, you can see Derek Carr is number one on that list. I'm not sure why Tom Brady is there because he's retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see Baker Mayfield is up there on that list. What are your thoughts on bake shake and bake? No. Sam Darnold. No. Jimmy Garoppolo. God, no. Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe. Maybe. Motherfucker could get hurt every time he step on the football field. You really. All right. That's, that's, why, I that's no, why I said maybe. I'm shutting up. I'm shutting up. This is your drill. No, you're good. You're good. That's, that's why I said maybe. One of the highest paid quarterbacks. What about Case Keenum? He's old. 35. You know, Keenum is a is a consistent backup. I'll give him that much. I don't look at him as a starter, but he can he can play a couple of games. He's a backup. He's a he's professional a backup, though. He's not a starter, not by any stretch. I got you. 
Um, okay, let's keep let's keep going with this list. Uh Mason Rudolph. Nope. He almost beat us in that. Uh, remember that game? The- I still I still wouldn't take Mason Rudolph. Uh Jacoby Brissett. No. Really? Nah. Geno Smith. He's going back to Seattle. They ain't dumb enough to let he he may be on this list. They're not dumb enough to let him go. They if they are, I mean that that would just be bad because you have to be smart. Get that man some money. You don't have to pay him Aaron Rodgers money, but get give him do do the same thing you're doing with Jim. Give him 25, 30 mil. Call it a day. Don't 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 play with him. Uh I gotta ask you about Andy Dalton. No, I I want no parts of the red rifle because he doesn't even have a rifle anymore. He's just red. He's a ginger now. There's, there's two names on this list that I would look into signing for real, for real. Okay. 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 Um, I do see Lamar Jackson up here. I didn't know that they he was a free agent. So my apologies earlier in the show. I thought he had to be traded. He is a free agent. Got it. Boom. I think they might franchise tag. Oh no, they're they're tagging Lamar. He's not going anywhere. There's two names on this list that I like: Mike mm-hmm. White. And Taylor Heineke. I knew you were going to say Mike White. I didn't know the other one, but I knew Mike White was going to be a guy. But I like what Mike White has done. I do. Mike Mike looks all right. You know, um, it, 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 it's I'll say this. Um, I want more of a vet if I'm going to sign another guy rather than someone who hasn't played a lot of football. The reason being is. I want him to be able to teach these guys things that they don't know. They're okay. still growing and okay. you can always expand and there's always room for improvement. So I would like a vet rather than a Mike White because Mike White's going to be almost on the same level that these guys are on. And if you look at it, to be honest with you, Purdy technically is better than Mike White because look what he just did. All right. Um, I, I like that. Uh, I will say that White, and Heineke can run this system. Now, mm-hmm. there, there, there's, there's three names. Do we bring back Nate Sudfield, Nick Mullins, and Blaine Gabbert? Uh, no, you don't. Uh, Blaine, please don't, don't, don't miss Blaine Gabbert. Not Blaine Gabbert. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, I, yo, but he's been a solid backup ever since. But not yeah. Blaine Gabbert. That's not who I meant. I meant CJ Beathard. Uh, no, out of those three, no. I would say that you get what you said. No, no CJ, no Nick. Um, but. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to bringing back Sudfield. He's got a little bit of knowledge of, of the system and whatnot. And, I mean, he didn't look horrible in the preseason that he was here. So I understand that they went ahead and rolled with Purdy. But the the one thing is that I always this, – this is my phrase I use for Kyle. Kyle's always helping out the home. Mm-hmm. So could he bring back Sudfield? Very high possibility. Why? That's the homie. He knows him. When Kyle knows you – he usually says, okay, um, you're down at the bottom here, and I feel like you're looking at possibly even a Gardner Minshew. I, really? I, I, I am looking at a garden, Gardner Minshew. I'm thinking – I was thinking that. Mm-hmm. He can run the read option. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what he does. I'm I'm thinking that's Kyle Shanahan's part of his offense. Uh, I mean, we don't have very many options here. Our RPOs are, are it. I, I stayed away from those expensive names. Like we, we would never. Whoever signs Derek Carr has a lot of money. Yeah, because they're gonna have to break him off. It's proper, proper like yeah. Geno Smith is gonna get broke off by uh, most likely the Seattle Seahawks, but if not them, somebody <laughs> will pay him because he said I'll take anyone that can throw him for. <laughs> 
We on the same page, Nick. We on the same page. Um, and here's the thing. Some of these guys aren't going to get paid. Gino's going to get money. Jimmy's going to get money. Um, he <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, his his picture made me laugh. With the dude just kicking oh, yeah, somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's this guy. I love him. Um, I don't know, man. It, it, it's a hard sell. Um, I would, I honestly, if we could get a vet, that'd be cool. But if we don't get a vet, bringing back Nate Sudfeld, um, possibly even bringing in a Mike White is okay because we have technically the vet in the building in Brian Greasy, and he seems to have worked wonders with Jimmy Garoppolo, and he did a fantastic job with Brock Purdy because Brock is ready. You know, he was ready when he went out there. No, we we all were pretty much in limbo as soon as we saw him step on the field like bro this is the last pick of the draft we don't know uh well and, and hey can't do any worse you know there's nowhere to go but nowhere to go but up and when he played it was like okay and then he kept winning and it was like all right we'll, we'll take that um but we shall see what what they do um i did hear at the press conference you know of course we all heard kyle said um that, uh, you know, he was comfortable with the guys he has in the building. And I think he's comfortable with knowing the timeline of possibly for Purdy to be ready. But you are going to have to have another guy in camp. So do you go out and snag a free agent, pay him a couple mil, or do you possibly draft someone? You said we had 10 picks earlier, right? 10 picks, bro. Yeah, they could probably get somebody. And, you know, Kyle, he's always looking at someone. You know, I mean, I still am baffled by the fact that we drafted C.J. Beathers, not, you know, the other two oh, guys. other meant, Thomas, sorry, trade. Oh, oh, no, no, I wouldn't trade for Mariota. Nah. I, that, that's other. Yeah, that's other trade. Yeah, you're right. You're correct. I didn't think about it because I just feel like the 49ers, if, they, if they're trading anything, it'd be picks to move up. Yeah. But that's a good op- that's a good option, Thomas. I didn't I didn't want you. I didn't want to overlook that. But trade that. I don't I don't like Mariota, guys. I, I'm not a fan either. Run. That's about it. Yeah. I, and, and I know he beat us, but check the rest of the teams that they played. I mean, Atlanta just wasn't good, and it just wasn't because of you know they just no. I I just don't I don't like I don't think Mariota and Mary and and and. Just a quick point on him beating us. He only beat us because our offense had ineptitude for pretty much the, the, the latter part of the third quarter into the fourth quarter. That's literally the only reason well, he beat it us. It started at the beginning when, you know, Jeff Wilson Jr. fumbles the ball and gives yeah. him a short field to work with, and they score. It was just tough. Uh, yeah, Tannehill, was tough. I, I'm not a Tannehill fan, bro. Mm-mm. No. You're no. Like the most boring quarterback in the NFL. That and and he doesn't like. There's nothing about him that wows me. I feel like Tannehill Tannehill has been riding the, the coattails of Derrick Henry mostly. He throws the ball here and there, but you. I tell you right now, if you ask AJ Brown, how does he feel about Ryan Tannehill versus how he feels about Jalen Hurts? Guarantee you, he tells you Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback. Yeah. I think when it comes to Jared Stidham, and I see a lot of people talking, I really think mm-hmm. they're going to bring him back. I think they provided the Raiders with the spark. They took the number one defense into overtime. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that they find a way to get this guy back and get him acclimated to their whole system. Josh McDaniel, uh, he had him in New England, and I think Stidham is going to be a, a Raider. I hate to say it. All right, uh, before we go, let's talk about um, rookies. So that's another option. Now, the voting went to signing a free agent. So 63% of the voting out of 146 votes said sign a free agent quarterback which means it's going to cost us some money now we can't draft a rookie which will cost us less money so it all depends on how the draft works how free agency work i know you want to bring in a veteran quarterback or or do we bring in somebody that could come back come in here and compete with these young guys do you keep the young competition going and that's where the rookie comes in because whether you believe it or not if if Brock Purdy literally, like at the end of the day, even though he knew he was the third string guy, he was competing. Mm-hmm. He was letting Jimmy and Trey know, like, don't slip because <laughs> I'm coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> that's that young mentality that I'm talking about. Like, just, mm-hmm. just understand my logic in this. So that's that young mentality. Yeah. Do you draft another young guy like that? Do you keep that hunger? It it helps the team in many ways, right? It helps the team financially. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you get another quarterback late fifth round, third round, seventh round, sixth round, doesn't matter. Fourth round, you get a quarterback, four year contract. And the later in the rounds you get them, the cheaper that contract's going to be. If they could come in here and compete, that might be pretty good. So let's talk about draft. Do you have a draft crush for a quarterback that realistically will fall to the 49ers at pick 99? Honestly, I don't. Um, as of right now, um, I, I haven't really looked at the quarterbacks. I'm going to keep it a buck. I haven't looked at the quarterbacks like that. Um, but what I can tell you is if we're looking for a guy that's going to fall to us um, and you want someone that can throw the ball but can't sit back and learn and develop who possibly would be available, I'm going to be a homer. Dorian Thompson Robinson, DTR from UCLA. I think he goes higher. All right, so like third, these are my so like this is third round, fourth round, fifth round. Yeah, I honestly think he drops that far. And the reason this this is this is my reason. I watch UCLA football. I've watched this guy for every year he's played. He needs the NFL mm-hmm. to take the next step. Some guys take that next step in college. DTR did not. If you put him here with Greasy with Shanahan. He can be perfect for for that that reason, and he's gonna be cheap. Okay, now, I, I'm just saying like that would be my idea. But I saw you put up some good prospects right there. Yeah, uh, so like like my favorite will be Jack <laughs> um, Hainer out of Fresno State. So I mean Jake Hainer out of Fresno State. So here's the thing: like I got to watch two of these guys play. Okay. And like in living color, right? I got to watch him practice all week and two of them play. Now Stetson Bennett uh, was was invited to the Senior Bowl, but obviously he turned it down for whatever reason, so he wasn't there. Uh, he's probably gonna have a good combine. I know there's some off the field things going on with him, which is gonna cause his stock to drop. But we're talking about a two time champion in Stetson Bennett, two time. There's a possibility he's in. He's there. Third round and below. He's not going to go first or second round. So the, the, these are some prospects that I feel that can come in and keep the, the wheels turning. Like if they had to go in and play, just like Brock Purdy. Okay. 
I didn't study Brock Purdy in that senior. I didn't study him like that. I didn't pay attention to him like that. So now after getting Brock Purdy and watching what Purdy was able to do, my job is to go out there and look at these quarterbacks just to see if they can come in here and continue to keep the wheels turning. Because at the end of the day, Dion, the 49ers have the best support cast in the NFL. They have the weapons. Now they got to rebuild the, the, the lines. That's their focus. Their focus should be trenches, 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 right? Mm-hmm. I think they bring another quarterback here at three. Jake Hayner, Fresno State, was the best quarterback in the senior bowl. Um, had had the best practices, looked best in the game. He just, he's just short. Just leave it at that. Stetson Bennett's another short guy, but two-time champion. And then Max Duggan, I, I know people are going to look at him and be like, what? But listen, like he he can extend the play. He he can move. He's not afraid to run. Like that's who he is. He can throw short passes and he can run as far as the rest of the route tree and what he can throw. That's a work in progress. But I'm just thinking of three quarterbacks from rounds three and down that the 49ers could possibly sweep up. I'm going to do a breakdown on these three guys on my Patreon. I'm trying to get two more prospects to look at and do a quarterback prospect. I mean, a quarterback show on the Patreon so uh, you guys can check them out. I do like Dorian Thompson, so I'll probably add him to my list. I'm glad you mentioned him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jake is like a better version of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, that's who he is. Okay. Not this Jimmy, not the the Jimmy we ended up with, like the Jimmy we got when we draft when we traded for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sees the field, <clears throat> all the throws, mm-hmm. you know. So we'll we'll see, we'll we'll see, we'll yeah. see. And how Jerome, if you're talking about XFL or USFL, XFL is going to probably yield you more defensive players than they are offensive guys. These guys, that league is literally strictly built for dudes to try to get back into the NFL. That's literally what it is structured around. That is the whole point of it. I'm telling you right now, I have watched all of their games. The defensive guys are flat out amazing. There's a couple of offensive dudes here and there. You're probably going to see a few receivers run out of there. Um, But what I will tell you is if you like defense, look at the Houston Roughnecks. Wade Phillips got them boys out there balling. They are coming off that edge. So if we, you know, if we can, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it strictly just based on the fact that I want to support the rock. Cause he's, he was my favorite. He's my favorite wrestler of all time, right behind ultimate warrior. And at the same time, I'm looking to see, Hey, do they have some ends that we could possibly poach? Do they have a right tackle? That's that's able to hold up. It's really hard to find good offensive linemen. You know what I mean? And we'll see. We will see. We will see. I tell you what, I'll check it out this weekend and I'll probably have something to talk about on Monday because I'm going to find the team and I'm going to try to get be woeled by that team. You know what I'm saying? Um, They do have uh, football tomorrow. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. So, yeah, if if you have time, you know, I know you breezy breezy is the hardest working man on YouTube and in real life that breezy like the Jamaicans on a living color. He got like 10 jobs. (laughs) 10 jobs. Ah oh, man, Dion, it was a pleasure having you on here, bro. Uh, thanks for jumping in, man. I appreciate you, and you're welcome anytime, man. Of course, brothers. Nothing but love. Appreciate you. Have a good All one. Right, peace. 
That's my man Dion from Niner Gang Podcast. He comes on every Saturday morning. Make sure you check him out right here on the YouTube channel. Okay, YouTube channel. We got a super chat contribution, and we'll go ahead and end the show. Uh, Christy Marie's in the building. What's going on? Well, you been We got our free run CMC shirt in the mail, Breezy. Thanks so much. My son loves it. Taking it to show and tell. They still do show and tell? That's dope, man. They, they don't do that here in Connecticut. But that's dope that they do show and tell. Congratulations, man. Let nephew know. I'm glad he's able to rock the shirt, man. All right. Congratulations to the nephew. All right, man. It's been a fun show. All right. We'll be back tomorrow to be a special show. Make sure your alerts are set to on. I'm going to have a special guest. Jake Vogel will be on here. If you guys don't know who he is, he covers everything when it comes to uh, football and draft prospects. We're going to talk about some prospects on tomorrow. We're going to have him on the show tomorrow afternoon. I don't have the designated time. I believe it's 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Actually, I do have the time. What am I talking about? All right, so make sure you guys check it out. And then we got some more special guests coming on next week. So it's going to be really fun. going to try to make the offseason as entertaining, as fun as possible. So you're not just watching Breezy. You're going to get some information. Love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty-gritty, y'all. Peace out. Thanks for watching.